Experts claim there is nothing tougher than a diamond. But at Diamonds Direct, we beg to differ. Have you ever met a mother? Strong, radiant, timeless. This Mother's Day, give her the gift that meets her match. With diamond jewelry starting at $200, plus Diamonds Direct's exceptional quality and unbeatable everyday price, you're sure to give her a gift that wows this generation and the next to come. Experience the thrill of jewelry shopping done right at Diamonds Direct. Diamonds Direct. Your love, our passion. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President, Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. This is your moment, your time to shine, your comeback. You're ready for the next step in your career, and you want an education employer's respect. So you're not just going back to school. You're coming back with Purdue Global. Backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected public universities, Purdue Global is built for people who bring their life experience into the online classroom. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. Imagine a child born in, like, Indiana or someplace where they don't know anything about pizza. Innocently, <laughs> innocently, she goes to the mall with her family, and she tries pizza for the first time. And it's that pizza. It's pumpkin spice. And she hates it. She wastes years of her life thinking pizza tastes like nutmeg. And <laughs> she never tries it again. What about that child? So I'm afraid I'm going to have to ask you to pick up your phones and call your senators again. <laughs> Tell them we will not stand for pumpkin spice pizza. Wow. It's gone too far now. Well, yeah. If it's still amusing to you, it's still amusing to you. It's not amusing to me anymore. What? The whole pumpkin spice thing. Even, like, commenting on it? Is it is it the bacon of 2017? Yeah, I just don't need to hear about it. I get it. There was too much of it. We all joked about it for several years. <laughs> now we can move Several. Yes. Now we can move on to something else. Yes. It is a flavor bully, though. Sean is correct. Sean apparently knows a drug junkie. <laughs> yeah, well, several, to be to be clear. Oh, speaking of which, 
buddy of mine, a really good guy, he informed us that he really enjoys the show, but it's hilarious when you're stoned. So, <laughs> okay, uh, everybody listening, uh, feel free to partake. Speaking of uh, the evil weed, Sean? Uh, yeah, so uh, I was helping a family member go through the process of getting a medicinal uh, card. Now, depending on where you live, various states have various legal things. It is technically legal in California, but not legal to purchase until 2018 for whatever reason. Oh, I was going to ask. Okay, so I can just smoke it because I like to get high starting in January. Yes, yeah. Roughly. Well, well, you can yeah. just go to, I believe, starting in January, you, you will be able to just legally buy it. As an adult. Right now, right. you can use it all sure. you want. You, could, I could give you something. Right. And a cop could watch <sighs> me do it. Why, thank you. And there's nothing, and that's, from my understanding, okay. that's not against the law. Okay. You can't smoke it in public, blah, 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 blah. But it's the selling of it that is still kind of the, the hurdle right. for most people. But this family member legitimately has a medicinal reason. Yes. Right. Yes. Trying to, to uh, scale down from more... Uh, advanced painkillers. And as we uh, all know, you have to have a note from three different doctors. Notary Public has to sign off on all of them. Johns Hopkins Medical uh, School has Actually, to the doctor certify. has to uh, accompany you to the the uh, the, the dope fiend place and mm-hmm. uh, examine you there. Or it can all be done online in about the span of 30 minutes. Uh-huh. Um, it, was, it was essentially just an online form. There was not a, a, a person to to, that I spoke to over the phone, or or the the person spoke to over the phone, there wasn't a uh, okay. Here's your we scheduled your meeting and your consultation. So you Come on a, down. So you could have been a 14 year old felon. I did. The the only thing that <laughs> I prov- guess couldn't be 14 year old felon. Yeah. the The only thing was you had to send in a picture of your ID. So they have some mm. sort of government record, but they don't know that, that that's me. Picture like, of an ID. Yeah, they don't, a picture from the internet. <laughs> yeah, I didn't have to provide any sort of other, infra, you know, confirming sure. that ID was me. But yeah, I, so there is a, an ID with that sort of information on it attached to this thing. And then after their quote-unquote doctors review your application in about 20 minutes, there's an email with, with, the, with the thing saying, okay, here you go. They have Here's- some swift doctors. My doctors generally take quite some time to get back to me. I wonder if they just have like the code written into the, uh, the, the computer program that it's just like a 20-minute delay before it just says, okay, it comes you, back to you. He got some I poor surprise. son of a bitch. He was, the, he was the last guy in his medical school class. He just sit this, hits there hitting, yes, enter, yes, enter, yes, enter, yes, enter, <laughs> yes, enter for eight hours hours yeah and so it was as somebody who i'm i'm in favor for the decriminalization and legalization of marijuana but as somebody who wants things done in a properly way i was it was disappointingly easy to get this done even though it was done for for somebody trying to you know legitimate reasons etc etc that you could have been making it up it is way too easy to exploit yeah um and yeah within about so from about within an hour of Clicking onto the website in the first time, I was with a family member. We were headed over and and checking out wow. a, a place. Wow, you know, I wish there was any other medical care that was that fast. Within an hour of figuring out which website to click on, yeah. you were driving to pick up your medicine. You know, in the immortal words of Jay, the drug dealer in the immortal uh, indie movie Clerks, I don't appreciate your ruse. <laughs> right. I, I hear what you're trying to communicate, Sean, though you don't have any particular uh, concern about the issue. It's stupid that we're pretending in this right, way, right? Which it's it's a beautiful illustration of how government works. Boxes were checked, 
bureaucrats were satisfied. The fact that it's a farce, it's a kabuki theater, it's some an exercise in a, a nothing. fee was paid. Somebody is making some money oh, yeah, off yeah. of this. Good, very good point. Yeah, right. Very good point. Right. So did oh, you- that reminds me. i got to hit up my wife for that story we talked about the other day that this uh, that people wanted to do their pumpkin patches. They do every year. And all of a sudden, the fire district, instead of needing $120, needs uh, $1,700. What? Until they said, we can't, we can't, we're going to cancel the parade. Then they said, well, I don't know, maybe uh, like uh, 1100 and th- th- That is the state of grubby, grabby, larceny that's that just local a, government's engaged in now. That's just a shakedown. Yes. It's pr- precisely what it is. But anyway, we'll get back to so that. So did you, did you have to put down what the ailment was? And yes. was there any doctor information that he had to fill in? Um, uh, yeah. Or she. <laughs> right. Uh, yes, you, you, you write down. Uh, there's essentially a drop-down menu of do any of these apply to you? Yeah, quite a few. <laughs> then <laughs> we just we just click them all. Yes, all of these. Um, and then there's a there's a little text box where you can if you want to explain further or if your ailment isn't listed that among n- here that no human being is ever going to read. I don't know. There's a 20 minute window where they could have read it. <laughs> Headaches, yes. Arthritis, yes. Lactation issues, yes. Dog bites. Irregular menstrual periods, yes. An- anxious, sure. Oh, what a... It's drop-down menu's freaking me out, for one. Click. And then uh, you didn't put a doctor's name or something like that. You got to do that. But there's no... No, because no, you just no. say you're a first-time first time patient trying okay, to do so you this. Just, so you just click on your ailment. Yeah, there's no a, doctor. There's a section, right. have you tried other medications for... For your your ailments, and you kind of list what else you've tried. Does it wag its finger at you and say, "Now be honest"? <laughs> no, there. It's a little anime of a finger. <laughs> now you don't lie to me here. A Have gift. you tried other things? A gift of a guy in a lab coat staring right. at you exactly. while you fill it out. <laughs> oh really? Oh really? Oh, That's... it just keeps running. <laughs> wow! So you can self-diagnose yourself. Yes. Yes. At wow. least with redundancy this redundancy department of redundancy. <laughs> yeah, at, at least at this uh, very reputable website. Yes, you can. Uh, wow. It's, it's, it, well, you know, listen. I mean, it's 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 not even a, like an attempt at a ruse, though. I mean, it's just. Right. It's like it's all right, we got it. Ruzy. It's like it's like Joe said. All right, we all just got to check the boxes until 2018, when we have all agreed that we can all do this anyways. Um, but, but originally, it was you know. By the way, critics of this, this is what they said was going to happen. If you ever had medicinal marijuana, it would turn into a farce and everybody would oh, yeah. get whatever they wanted. Yeah. And that's exactly what did happen. Yeah. Um, but originally it was like there is some, like a couple of layers you had to go through, it seemed like to me. Like you got to find a fake doctor. Well, or you got to go to the clinic where the fake doctor right. is standing with his prescription pad and at least make the case that you've got an ailment. And we talked to a number of people back in the day. We'd take telephone calls and we found out that certain counties were much more liberal than others. Of course. Some you'd go to the, the doctor and he'd say, no, I don't think you're a legitimate case. And he would send you packing. Which Now that idea is hilarious. Which is probably what you should do with medicine. I mean, if you're if you're actually considering it medicine, a doctor right. should say, I don't think you have anxiety. I mean, if we're going to call it medicine. Yeah, well, I don't see. I don't care. That, well, that's why you got to eliminate the doctor part of the ruse, because that's unfair to them. Right. As as doctors, they're not supposed to sign off on f- phony diagnosis. Whoa, whoa, Doctor Nick here! I have no real medical skills. <laughs> I cannot get hired. This is the only job I can get. Yeah, don't eliminate that. 
Come on. Guys got to make a living. From talking to uh, various friends who have had their cards for much longer than this, I get the sense that from the November vote when it mm. was passed recreationally, a lot of those kind of illusions of of levels of security have kind of dissolved away. Well, they sure. should. Yeah. They should, I suppose. But, yeah. That's what that's what the anti-pot people predicted would happen, and it is exactly what happened. Well, and you had uh, you had a number of voting coalitions. You had the the people who didn't get that, and then you had people like me who I got that a hundred percent. I just didn't care because mm-hmm. I knew it was heading toward legalization, and I thought if people with legitimate medical needs can get it all the sooner because a certain segment of the uh, the people think that yes, this will be carefully regulated. Well, good. Get the people to damn marijuana and quit acting like they're jabbing P- PCP straight into their eyeballs. But it's definitely they're not. It's definitely not good that we have government charging you for phony. Right. Well, for, for phony anything. Oh, yeah. And, yeah. and this is just a high-profile one that we all understand. There's all kinds of them that are probably just as phony. It sure seemed that way to me at various times on uh, certain permits I've gotten. Well, how about seemed... a fire district that just wants as much as it can get yeah. out of you? Yeah, yeah, that's a fair fee, yeah. I've gotten permits before that seemed every bit as phony, where the person oh, did, like, didn't even glance toward your house to see if you would already just you gave them the check and off they go. Right, it's a bribe. Uh-huh. They have confiscated our rights, and we have to buy them back, as Tim Sandifer so eloquently put it in his fabulous book. Well, your right to smoke a dope and get all potted up and ruin your life is coming up on January 1st, you drug fiends. Well, good luck with that. I'm just picturing these New Year's parties this year at midnight, everybody puffing and waving their arms. 12.30, everybody's face deep in the Doritos. <laughs> you know, I just read that uh, when you smoke the pot... um, because, you know, I, I may have, uh, like Bill Clinton, been forced to, uh, you know, be at a pot party in my youth. And maybe I got <laughs> a, a pot party a contact high. But I've heard it, it, it can increase your heart rate a lot, up to twice your resting rate in really? a fairly short amount of time. That's I why don't need that. older people, it, it's fairly frequent to have a heart attack oh. after getting high. Because you know you increase your heart rate suddenly. That is a that'll that, ruin a buzz. Yeah, that uh, that freaked me out a little bit. Not that I'm smoking these days, but um, that's no fun. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Well, I hope that dope fiend friend of yours, a uh, family member of yours, Sean, is under lock and key whenever they're high on the marijuanas. Oh, absolutely. How many marijuanas do they inject on a typical night? All they have is an internet connection and a Netflix password, and they're set. <laughs> Right. See, this is a dope fiend song right here. Surprised Jeff Sessions hasn't found a way to ban this. Tom Petty, he should be in jail. Well, have, you, have you listened to the rock and roll radio lately? The, on the uh, got to roll another joint. They now have roll another moint. What? They put the M in from a different line in the song because America's youth can't hear the word joint. 20 years after, 25 years after the song came out, man, we're a stupid society. With marijuana legal in a lot of places. Yeah. That's interesting. Um, so, yeah, we're going to look at crime going up at various places and all those kind of things. And luckily, sodomy is cowering in fear with the election of Judge Moore in Alabama. That's Stay tuned right. to the Armstrong and Getty Show. The most productive people start working at 4 a.m. What? According to an article in the Washington Post. Hey, that's me. <laughs> there you go. Maybe I'll talk about that more later. Uh, we uh, 
practically keep dairy farmer hours. We don't work. I don't work at four. I'm still snoozing. I must be bringing that average down. <laughs> we ought to talk yeah, about the GOP tax plan at some point. Yeah. When does it officially come out? Eight or eight thirty Pacific? I do believe. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, we also we have uh, all sorts of good stuff to come. Uh, uh, there, there's an openly avowed communist serving within the United States Army, it's starting to get a little more attention. Uh, former police chief of San Francisco talking about the explosion in property crime and rise in violent crime uh, in uh, California, the West Coast, around America, among other things. Uh, we have uh, also a, a college cry bully update, first time in weeks. Long overdue. We'll get to that before too long. Our friend Emily, oh, you know what I wanted to mention was uh, Saudi Arabia. Going to let the little gals drive finally, according to King What's-His-Face. Now, I've seen a couple of pictures in newspapers of a woman behind the the wheel with the full-on looking through the tiny slit outfit. The beekeeper. Yeah. Right. Are they going to drive in that? That seems like because you're... Because women and their wiles are so incredibly sexy. You got to cover them up or I'll just explode with desire. In the Muslim world. Are they going to drive in that? Uh, a little that, that rough doesn't on seem your, incredibly safe. Rough on your vision, isn't it? How do you check your blind spot, huh? Well, it's just my hood. I can't see anything. I guess I'll change lanes. Why did they finally cave in as the only country in the world that didn't let women drive? Our close friends, the Saudis. Uh, worldwide pressure. Because it's so freaking ridiculous. God, Saudi Arabia is a hellhole of oppression. For women especially. I'm telling you, you progressive women, if you don't have your eyes squarely on Islam, and you're, the, uh, you're, you're making a mistake. And the princes aren't that religious, the, 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 the royal no, family. No, not really. So no, it's, it's just an uneasy uh, balance. You know, it's an uneasy uh, a truce with the religious fundamentalist scumbag weirdos. So they just think if they don't let women drive and make them wear beekeepers outfits, that'll keep the camel herders in the country from revolting? Yeah, well put. And they get to stay rich and drive around in Bentleys and fly, fly around the world and right. hire J-Lo to come play their birthday party and that lifestyle that they've got. Right. And which is they, crazy. If they suddenly like started letting women drive or or work or, or vote or, like, not be beaten if they don't want to get beaten i mean if they started instituting crazy western values like that right the 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 goat humpers in the countryside would go crazy and the fundamentalist imams would uh, overthrow the regime yeah the very existence of the the saudi prince family thing is just uh, offensive to me yeah yeah in the united states we have a republic where we elect celebrities and in that uh, <laughs> in in that spirit our, our friend emily jashinsky of the washington examiner has uh on the heels of the uh, announcement by Senator Bob Corker of Tennessee that he will not run for re-election next year, which is a hell of a deal because he's a pretty safe seat and he's a very well-respected man. Uh, Emily has trotted out a list of seven celebrities. I got one right off the top of my head. Who could run for his seat. I know who could win today. Alex Baldwin. I'm guessing I know who you mean and it's number five on the list. Really? Go ahead. Peyton Manning. That's number six on the list. Potential candidacy isn't a joke. The retired quarterback is involved in Republican politics and was almost immediately floated as a potential replacement for Corker in the hours after his announcement. Can't Peyton imagine Manning him, is also a very bright guy. Can't imagine him losing. No, I think he would win uh, going away. Nah, he's had the weak neck. He had, a, had, his, had his head surgically reattached. Very flimsy neck. I prefer candidates with strong necks. Exactly. So uh, here's Emily Jashinsky's list, which I found both intriguing and uh, and amusing. Now, 
Jack stole the thunder of Peyton Manning at number six because that really that seems serious. Number one, Charlie Daniels. No. Outspoken conservative <laughs> NRA oh, membership. Like, and like 90 years old. Huge fan base. Little fear of speaking his mind. That's like the average awesome. age of the Democrat li- leadership. Awesome beard. Come awesome on. beard. He beat the devil in a fiddle contest. Huh? So he'll get the fundamentalist vote, right? Judge Roy Moore. Okay. Blam, 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 blam. He's not going to be it. Who's, who's next on the list? Maybe you know the name. Maybe you don't. Talk radio host Clay Travis. Boobs. Two things that have only never let me down in this entire country's history. The First Amendment and boobs. He's gotten Cheat. a lot of play lately. He's well, okay, we'll move I, along. I don't know him. He's uh, some sort of talk radio host mm-hmm. or sports radio host and sports talk, yeah. Yeah, he's uh he's got t-shirts emblazoned with his logo for a bid as an independent already. Yeah, okay, that one's a joke. If anyone can heal America, how about a national hero, legend, philanthropist, singer-songwriter, actor, Dolly Parton? No. Dolly Parton for the Senate. Also 90 years old. Yeah, but her face is only 60. <laughs> Actually, your face is about 10. How, <laughs> yeah. how, how, uh, how old's her rack? Her, oh, her rack? Yeah. Uh, she gets them swapped out as needed. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Number four choice, Reese Witherspoon. Spent much of her childhood in the state. Loves Tennessee so much she named her son after it. Seriously. Okay. Her son's name is Tennessee. I don't know anything about her intellect or political leanings, but uh, yeah, I can see that. I got to believe she's a lefty. Tennessee Witherspoon is 100% going to be a country star in about 12 years, right? <laughs> He's got to be. Taylor Swift. Nah, she doesn't want the job. Nah. Can't take the pay cut. She's from Coon Rocket. Where is she uh, from? Coon Rocket. <laughs> some little, some little town, right? Isn't she some little little town? She can't take the pay cut. No. Uh, Peyton Manning, and then uh, Emily Jashinsky throws in Samuel L. Jackson. Yes. Oh, <laughs> no. I vote for him. No. Bad I'm mother. tired of these mother effing politicians. <laughs> In this mother effing White House. <laughs> yeah, my uh, my bill's the one that says bad MF around it. <laughs> Grew up in Chattanooga. He's been known to get political. I'm introducing the bad mother effa bill. <laughs> That's kind of interesting that they look at that way because who who decided that you have to be from that state in the modern world to uh, to run? I think you can come from anywhere and uh, be a celebrity and sure move on in. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Arnold Schwarzenegger's not from California, for instance. Right, right. Uh, I've I, yes. I have <laughs> see. I am 100 percent confident with all due modesty. When that that poor simpleton Sharon Angle lost the re- race against Harry Reid in Nevada, I'm confident I could have won that race if I'd moved to Nevada and run because she almost won and she was a floundering candidate because people are just so unhappy with the status quo. Right, completely hapless. The Tea Party thing was really hot. I I can talk that talk because I believe it. You know, small government responsibility, personal liberty, et cetera, et cetera. People ought to work, not get government money. Oh, please, like a ring and a bell. Um, I, I have this fantasy of, of of moving to Nevada and running for the Senate. You find, but I would hate being a senator. Oh yeah, you, well, I I wouldn't mind being a senator. I hate to be a House well, member. Yeah, I, yeah, I would. I could probably enjoy being a senator. U.S. because you got people, right? Oh yeah, the staff you get, the office you get, yeah. But the House thing, oh, screw it. Thirty hours a week on the phone <clears throat> yeah. begging for money. Yeah. No way. It's None. important we do the hard work. 
It's going to take to reform the system. Jim, if you could do the hard work it's going to take to reform the system, I'll, uh, I'll take the credit for it. The idea that we all think in the same way is who's the, who's the celebrity from the state that could win? Right. Because you got to be a celebrity, obviously. Clearly. Jeez. What's coming up in your news, Marshall? Well, repeal and replace is dead. Time to move on to tax reform. We have a preview. Hep A outbreak getting worse. And now, standing is the new smoking. Stories coming up minutes from now, Armstrong and Getty. What's the point of these studies? We're supposed to kneel. Everybody's supposed to kneel. If everything's the new smoking, what is smoking at this point? Smoking's the new yoga. Oh, boy. Come on. It's actually good for you. Surprising. Stay tuned to the Armstrong and Getty Show. So Deborah Messing of Will and Grace regrets being tricked into going on Megyn Kelly's show the other day. I saw that headline. What the hell is that story about? Well, she thought that she was supposed to be going on the Today Show. She didn't know she was going on the Megyn Kelly portion of the Today Show and regrets having been on there because Megyn Kelly is Hitler or something. Oh, boy. Because she was on Fox, right? So uh, Normalized or legitimized right, or whatever. Exactly. Yeah, whatever. Being, oh. being a former conservative Hawk host? What? Who took on Trump? Did you God, see that? You're exhausting. Yeah, I know. The whole you thing are is so just t- tiring the, me out the, so much. The whole thing is so tiring. When are you going to pay off your big cannibalism story? Oh, yeah, we got that. And also, the Republican tax plan is yep. out. Let's get to the news with Marshall Phillips. Our latest Republican effort to repeal and replace Obamacare officially dead, so the GOP says time to move on and take on tax reform. And some of the details, as you mentioned, are leaking out in a document that was obtained by the Associated Press. The blueprint is calling for almost doubling the standard deduction for married taxpayers filing jointly to $24,000 and $12,000 for individuals. Corporate tax rate would be cut from 35 to 20%. They would reduce. You know, it's, I'm thinking as, as you go through these yeah. numbers, and I think this is just human nature. Everybody thinks how this would affect them, mm-hmm. yes. as opposed to how it would affect the country or the budget or Everybody whatever. Everybody but me. I'm thinking about how does it help the American people? <laughs> yeah, I heard of married the Dutch. Blah, don't care. Get right. to mine. Yeah, exactly. Get to mine. <laughs> it would uh, cut the number of tax brackets from seven to three. There'd be a surcharge of the wealthiest Americans. Now, here's the uh, part I find most interesting. The plan will leave intact the deduction for mortgage interest and charitable deductions. That's because those are those are big sacred cows. Those yes. are giant, like, novelty. You're driving across the Midwest, 25-foot-tall sacred cows. Yep. So you just, that would be too big a fight. President Trump's going to be uh, touting the plan later on today. He's got a speech coming up in Indianapolis this afternoon. That's when he is going to formally unveil it. The House Republicans are also going to be unveiling it this morning, uh, probably a half hour to an hour from now. And then I suppose at some point some government agency is going to say it uh, causes us to go further in debt or something like that. Yes, Democrats. And the irony of this is so rich I can only eat two spoonfuls. The Democrats are saying, well, this is really risks exploding the deficit. Are you kidding me? How dare you? I can't even comprehend. Have you no shame? Every program you've ever... We're $20 trillion in debt. And suddenly the Republicans want to jazz up the economy by cutting debt. All of a sudden, you're a deficit hawk? How dare you? Well, it's just, you know, it's a, it's a point of view. You You don't ever think people getting their own money back 
is something worth fighting for. That's an expenditure in the tax code, people keeping their own right. money. Taking people's money and then handing it out the way you see fit is your whole thing. Right. I, I'm a big, I should be able to keep the money I made and decide how I want to spend it, but that's not what a lot of people think. Yeah, wanting to keep what you earned is greedy in their eyes. Taking other people's money is not greedy in their eyes. Difficult to communicate with that big a gulf. Turns out the hepatitis A outbreak is growing in San Diego County. County officials reporting the death tolls now up to 17. Number of new cases have been reported. Total number of cases in the area now up to 461 in what is described as the largest outbreak of hep A in decades. Turns out, quote-unquote, compassionate bum camps are not a good idea. And, uh, boy, that's, something's got to be done. Something's got the, the whole... Make them leave. Well, yeah, but they're going to go somewhere. Well, as long as it's not where I am. All right, now there's an enlightened policy. Uh-huh. Brand new study revealing that standing may be worse for your heart than sitting. Oh, boy. A brand How about new... I crouch? How about I bend over <laughs> at the waist? I'd bend over backward. Form that bridge thing that junior high right. girls do. <laughs> I just, what, what do you want me to do? <laughs> A new study just released surveyed over uh, 7,000 people to assess how much time they spend sitting, standing, or walking in a typical day. And they found men who mainly stand all day were twice as likely to have heart disease as men who mainly sat all day. The study's author... just not... Well, yeah. Study's author says when you're standing for a long period of time, the blood tends to pool in your legs and it's hard for your heart to pump that blood back up to the top of your body. Where's the thing out? You're supposed to lie down prone all day. Right. Right. We need sleeping desks. <laughs> With a quarter turn every 45 minutes, you're on your belly working, People and you're have on your right work. side working. Sitting, standing, they have to work somehow, well, Marshall. Well, here, now here's what they suggest. They found that workers who did a combination of sitting, standing, and walking had about a 40% reduced risk of heart disease compared to those who only stood all day long. So they say, hey, it's all about striking a balance. What percentage of people hearing that study will alter their lifestyle at all? I will. I certainly will. Zero. It's it's balance, my friends. The yin, the yang is in all things balance. I'm marching straight into the manager's office demanding three separate workstations, a sitting, a standing, and a walking one, and I will rotate them on equal shifts. All right, that's a wrap. That's your news. I'm Marshall Phillips here. I'm starting Getty Show, the voice of the West. Too many studies. There actually have been studies that show these studies are pointless. Lots of them. Now that's a study. Yeah. Stupid studies. So we got a cannibal couple uh, who's been eating people for about 20 years. Including serving the, the people to guests, unbeknownst to them. This is delicious, Jen. What is this? Fred. <laughs> Fred from upstairs? Yeah, it's Fred. <laughs> Stay tuned wow. for that, among other things, coming up on the Armstrong and Getty Show. How much detail do you want on the cannibal story? Because it's a little gruesome. It almost has to be, doesn't it? Well, yeah. <laughs> it's true. It's hard, mean, to do, hard to do a good cannibal story without it being somewhat and gruesome. And they ate him anyway. Let's not get bogged <laughs> down. Uh, yeah. Yeah, go ahead. Uh, Coming up, we're going to talk about uh, crime on the rise. There's all kinds of crime that's on the rise, and I'm very unhappy about it. Been going down for decades. Now it's all going back up again. Yep. Maddening. Uh, But anyway, we've got a great guest on that coming up. So you got this uh, cannibal couple in Russia, and this is in the Washington Post. I first came across it in the New York York Post, and I thought, okay, maybe it did, maybe it didn't, or they're exaggerating. 
But they link. I linked to the Washington Post, and yeah, this, these details seem to be legit. Investigators believe that a Russian couple knocked their victims out with sedatives. They did this uh, for at least 20 years. They get people into their homes somehow, knock them out with sedatives, skin them alive. Oh, yeah. Am I at least uh, under you're, at this you, point? Yeah, you're out. Okay, so it Still. wasn't like a bizarro torture thing. <sighs> oh, this is bad enough. And afterward, they would eat parts of their victims, freeze the remains, or pack them in jars filled with saline solution for some reason. It's hard to discern the <laughs> intentions of a cannibal often. At Get, times, Getting they, fed is usually the intention, huh? Hungry. Uh, At times, the couple tried to turn soldiers at the military academy where they worked into unwitting cannibals, slipping canned human meat into their food. So they would go to work and and, and slip a little uh, human meat into the food. Wow. What is that kink? I don't know, but I'm telling you, uh, since I was a kid, I'd come across a good cannibal story. I couldn't turn it down. I'd read it. And that is often a feature of the, the weirdness and the sickness. They want other people to eat it, too. They'd serve it to friends who came by or whatever. That's funny. I've I've read a fair amount about cannibals. I'd never I'd never heard that. That's a that's a thing though. Huh? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. A lot of your more recent cannibal stories. That's been a facet of it. Now Jeffrey Dahmer, about the most famous cannibal I know, uh, his was all sex. Yeah, he was sexing them up and trying to make sex zombies out of them, and then that wouldn't go work. So he'd think, you know what? I'm hungry. I think I'll eat this. <laughs> yeah, I think it was a little more complicated psychologically <laughs> than that. But yeah, that's that was essentially the plot. Yeah. Oh, oh my that god! Is so crazy. And they were doing this for 20 years. Yeah. How many? How many victims do they think? 30. 30. They uh, they believe they're responsible for the deaths or disappearances of as many as 30 people in the city of uh, three quarters of a million and. Southwestern Russia. See, that's, well, yeah, Southwestern Russia is, well, I don't know. I'll just go ahead and say what I was going to (sighs) say. Disappearing 30 people and not getting busted until presumably number 30 or so. Uh, That's an amazing achievement in being a criminal. So here's how it started. This is really interesting. I I hope I got time for this because this is good. I should have led with this, actually. The investigation started uh, earlier in September when crews repairing a road found a cell phone in the street. It still worked, so they swiped through the photos. What do you do if you find somebody's cell phone and apparently you're able to unlock it? Please, look for dirty pictures. (laughs) Really? (laughs) I I actually wouldn't think of that. I wouldn't assume that anybody's got anything of interest in their photos. No, I, I've never done it. I have no idea well, what Well, that's I'd what do. these people did. Yeah. Uh, but what they found made them dash to a police station. On the phone were photos of a man with different parts of a dismembered human body in his mouth. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's a sick enough. Oh, my God. And around that same time, uh, police officers had found the dismembered corpse of a 35-year-old woman near... Um, Near the academy where the couple lived, so that's mm. when they started piecing it together. Right, right. Wait a second. We got somebody missing parts. We got somebody with parts in their mouth. So in custody, as cannibals often do, they were very open with... Uh, serial killers often do this. You catch them, and they immediately just tell the whole story. They're very proud of themselves, their cleverness, and they want to tell somebody. Yeah, after decades of keeping his secret, you catch him. okay, you got me. This is what I've been doing for the last 20 years. Very common. And uh, he told authorities that he and his wife had been practicing cannibalism uh, for about 20 years on at least 30 victims. And uh, so there you go. 
I got to go to the New York Post version because they had some of the more gruesome details, which, of course, you know, I don't know if they're true or not, or they're just willing to print things at the... Things like law enforcement had discovered a glass jar with a canned hand. Yeah, canned hand. I'd like a canned ham. Hand or ham? <laughs> did you say hand or ham? I said ham. <laughs> what do you mean, did I say hand? Uh, just asking. <laughs> <laughs> What is this I'm eating? It's good. It's canned ham. <laughs> Did you, I'm sorry, you kind of slurred there. At it's the end. leg of Larry. <laughs> I'm sorry, leg of lamb. Yeah, more or less, <laughs> pretty much. More or less. <laughs> yeah. So the New York Post version mentions that the pictures when they were swiping through the phone, they they they, they the, the one of the pictures they came across, a guy had a human foot in his mouth. Oh boy. He had the foot sticking in his mouth, which and just makes post- him a foot fetishist, unless there's nothing attached. Right. Right. Uh, posing for a picture that I assume his wife took, and then you keep that picture in your phone. So while That's you're right. at work, you can, like, check out, oh, that was a good times when I was eating that foot. <laughs> One photograph dated in 1999 appears to show a, uh, well, dismembered human head on a serving plate with fruit. So it's good to know that cannibals care about plating as well. Yeah. Right, exactly. Nice presentation of this head. <laughs> Gonna have a hand sandwich. A what? <laughs> <laughs> you got a slur there. I just <laughs> say again. Every time you, you say ham, funny. Yeah, the ham sandwich. <laughs> uh, no ham sandwich. Ham. There's n- n- there's no D in ham. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! So they got a video of the apartment, and I, I looked at the video, and it's just it's really messy. My house is messy too, and we don't eat people, so I don't know if that tells you anything. I don't know if you learn anything right. The house is very messy. There is some. That's funny. I picture them being neatniks, having gotten away with thirty abduction murders. There is well twenty nine. <laughs> there is some blonde hair on the counter as the guy's going through with like his cell phone, taking a video of the apartment. And mm-hmm. I don't know if that's a wig that his wife wore, or if it was actually the head of the scalp of someone. I don't know. How Shh. much meat is there on the noggin? I wouldn't think that much. Mm-hmm. I got kind of a fat head. My head would be good eating. I don't know. <laughs> wow. That, it, that's crazy. Anyway, if it turns out to be true, it would be among the uh, worst stories of this sort of thing that has ever been discovered. What was that uh, book you turned me on to a long time ago? Citizen X? Oh, yeah. The, I'd forgotten about, about that. Chikatilo, the, uh, who was thought to be the, the, the most horrible, uh, prolific serial killer of all time at that point, wasn't he? Yep. Russian Still maybe. Yeah, yeah. They were looking for places to sell their meat because they thought there were other people around the world that would like to buy human meat. But they didn't have any luck coming across that. Yeah, I can see on the dark web, maybe there's some people that'd be willing to buy human meat that don't want to go through the trouble of murdering people. Well, yeah. Absolutely. Surprised they didn't find a market for that. There are plenty of sickos around the world, and they all seem to be online. Jeez, if I found out you'd stuck human meat in so, you know, something I was eating, I'd ralph immediately, wouldn't you? Well, good news, bad news. Violent crime is on the rise, but property crime is on the rise. We'll Ugh. have a guest to talk about it next on the Armstrong and Getty Show. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, 
Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Imagine you ask two people the same seven questions. I'm Minnie Driver, and this was the idea I set out to explore in my podcast, Mini Questions. This year, we bring a whole new group of guests to answer the same seven questions, including Courtney Cox, Rob Delaney, Liz Fair, and many, many more. Join me on season three of Mini Questions on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Seven questions, limitless answers. More Than a Movie is back with season two. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Listen to more than a movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C., we dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.